Good morning, church. We want to welcome you to worship today. Would you stand and sing this first song with us? Jesus, you said that 
whenever we gather together in your name, you're, you're here. We bring our sorrows today, our joys. We thank you for our moms and grandmas and great-grandmas. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. turn and greet your neighbor today. I want to welcome you to Memorial United Methodist Church. My name is Joe Cade. I'm the pastor here. We're so grateful that you joined us today. You should have two things in your hand, or at least your family tree should have two things. One, a bulletin uh, with all the helpful information that you need for this service and beyond. And two, a pink envelope to support um, Epworth Children's Home. 
Um, we placed information in the email this week about what they do. They support children uh, who are in families of great distress in our state, and they depend on local United Methodist churches to give to them. Uh, so if you um, can't give today, um, just remind us, uh, we will remind you, you'll be able to um, give in the weeks to come. You will also have an opportunity for you to give online. If you'll open your bulletin to the part uh, that says registration panel, I want to make sure that we point out these particular elements. Um, this is where we want you to look every week. The top's going to look exactly the same, and that's because we want to encourage you to look for this panel every week and see if there's something that you want to sign up for. Um, the first is recognition of high school undergraduate and graduate degrees. Please help us get that list right. And if you have grandchildren, um, people that uh, are not in our community right now, they're in, they're in other places, help us do that. That is tough to keep up with, and we want to celebrate everyone that you want to celebrate uh, in the upcoming newsletter. Directly connected to that, uh, in many cases, is the one below that, is the scholarship info. Our, filling out our scholarship is um, going to be a very simple digital process this year. We'll start that. Um, if you would like to... Um, if you would like to request an opportunity to fill out an application, it's very simple. You see the instructions there on the panel. We have uh, Leanna Morris in the back um, by our rocking chair. She's our director of connection. She doesn't, she doesn't have anywhere to be this Sunday morning. She wants to make sure that she answers every question that you have. If you want to know where Sunday school classes are, how to register your child for the security system, uh, more information about us or our worship services, Please seek her out by the um, rocking chairs, and she will help you get any of that information. We have a fun uh, Mother's Day picture station in our social hall. It's directly between here and the sanctuary. You'll see it as you go down the walkway on your left. Um, we want to make sure you put that on social media if you can so people uh, see fun pictures from our church. If you have any other questions, make sure you ask one of our staff members, and we'll be sure to answer it for you. Let's pray together. Gracious and loving God, as we read your text today, as we sing your songs today, as we pray your prayers, as we proclaim your word, help us, Lord, to be changed. It might be incremental. It might be something large today, but today is a window of time in which we can hear your word, and we're grateful for it. Give us focus, give us purpose, give us peace as we gather in this space uh, that we can hear your word for us this day. Inspire us, Lord, as we pray the prayer your Son taught his disciples to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Opening image today is the window of opportunity. This is every phase of your life. You don't know when something is coming, when you will have a chance in which you will get to participate in something beyond what you are currently doing. You may have the skill set. You may not. You may have asked for it. You may not have. Someone else may have asked for you. They may not have. Whatever it is, it's here and it's now and you've got this chance. So let's look at three biblical examples because you know ministers love three. Let's look at the first one. 
Jesus and Mary. Jesus had an opportunity to follow God or not. Out in the desert after he had accepted his position to lead humanity, lead those followers who would one day take this message to us, he was immediately taken out into the desert and the devil tempted him and said, here are some wonderful things I can give you. Here's some power I can give you. Here's some authority I can give you. Here's some skill sets I can give you if you're willing to bow down and worship me. He did not take it. Instead, he led his followers. But he could not have done that if his teenage mother had not said she was willing to do that. When she was approached and said, you are going to be the mother of the Savior of the world, that's kind of heavy, especially for someone that young, it'd be for any of us, she said, yes. Let's look at Jesus' predecessor, John the Baptist. Well, Elizabeth. John the Baptist is a baby. John the Baptist set the tone for Jesus. He could have taken those crowds that were gathering around him, they were getting bigger and bigger and bigger. The only thing that you measure when you're asking how your church is doing right off the bat is what? How many people are coming? How many worship services do you have? Big, big crowds, and he could have taken them for himself. Each and every time someone was added, each and every time they had another event, and the crowd grew bigger and bigger and bigger, he said, it's not for me. It's for the one who's going to follow me. John the Baptist could not have done anything had his mother, who's the exact opposite of a teenager, far beyond the likely days of having a baby, said, you mean do what? Okay, yes. Yes, I will do that. Let's go way back before John the Baptist. Samuel. Samuel was in the temple. He's just a kid. If someone was... uh, eight years old, an eight-year-old child who was pledged to serve the church and be in ministry like me, was brought to the church at that age and said, you're going to be here now. You're going to learn every aspect of this ministry and lead people. What do you think he thought? I mean, look at that little guy. What do you think he thought about saying yes? He was be wise beyond his years. He led Israel. He did amazing things. He could not have done it had his mother, Hannah, not prayed for the opportunity to give a child to the temple. So time and time again, there's opportunities to serve that could not have happened if it were not the previous person who was willing to do that, who could not have happened if it were not the previous person. You see what I'm building here. We do not know if we will get a window of time. We don't know how long that window of time will be. We don't know what opportunities will be placed there. We can only see it, hear it, and respond. Acts chapter 1, verse 15. And today, starts reading. we start reading Acts way through June. It's going to be um, actually into July. We're going to look at the early formation of the church and the choices that people had, the successes that they had, the weaknesses that they had, the pain and the building of the first churches. In those days, Peter stood up among the believers, a group numbering about 120, and said, Brothers and sisters, 
The Scripture had to be fulfilled in which the Holy Spirit long ago through David concerning Judas, who served as our guide for those who arrested Jesus. He was one of our number and shared in our ministry. He's gone. There were 12 disciples. There's now 11. Because Judas betrayed Jesus. First of all is your um, next phrase. Peter stood up. That's so important. We can't overlook that because there were so many instances when Peter was actually with Jesus when he struggled to follow him. This is such an important opportunity to create a new chapter for his life, his leadership, his ministry. He was stubborn and he wanted to dictate the path. Have y'all ever been stubborn and wanted to dictate which way we're going to go? Yes. He was neat, he was weak and denied. He knew anyone. If you ever in a moment of true difficulty said, nope, I don't know anything about that. I can't do anything about that. I've never heard anything about that. That's exactly what Peter did in a true moment of weakness when Jesus was going by to be crucified. Given a second chance, Peter's going to be a hero and he's going to lead the way. Peter stood up in a way that he did not as a disciple. The problem is the next phrase. Judas served as a guide. Judas, who had been with Jesus and the disciples since day one, who had witnessed all of the times that they fed people, all the times that they healed people, all the times that they called people, and the amazing potential of that ministry and that momentum, chose in the hardest moment to lead religious authorities to Jesus so that they could arrest him. He famously questioned Jesus about money being spent and said, I don't think we ought to spend that money. He famously led authorities to Jesus' location for money. He famously died before the miracle of the resurrection. That means that Judas never saw stone rolled away. He never saw Jesus out of the tomb. He never saw the crowd that started to form when everyone started to buy in again after that horrific crucifixion, his time was done. Judas served as a guide, and I wonder this. How thin was that line for Peter and Judas? See, we celebrate Peter and all of his accomplishments and all the times that he led people to the Christian church And man, we get after Judas and say he was the worst one that's ever been. How close were their actions? How close were their thoughts? How close were their mistakes to being reversed and one being the one that was accepted and one being the one that was rejected? So we like to live in a world of saying, look, it's either this or it's this. You're either good or you are bad. They both struggled. But one's opportunity was over and one was given a second opportunity after failure. Verse 21. Therefore it's necessary to choose one of the men who had been with us the whole time the Lord Jesus was living among us. Beginning from John's baptism to the time when Jesus was taken up from us. For one of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. 
So they nominated two men, Joseph called Barsabbas, also known as Justice, and Matthias. Then they prayed, Lord, you know everyone's heart. Show us which of these two you have chosen to take over this apostolic ministry, which Judas left to go where he belongs. Then they cast lots, and the lot fell to Matthias. So he was added to the eleven apostles. Your next phrase. Matthias was added. Now, have you all ever been in an administrative council meeting where you've got a difficult decision to make and you have all of your faithful leaders talk it out? You talk about all the pros and cons. You talk about what you want to be both now and in the future. And then you take out the dice and you shake them up and you roll them. And that outcome is what you do. Y'all ever done that one? But that happens again and again and again in Jesus' time and in times before that. They figured that the result was the will of God. And so we have 11 disciples. We really need to have 12 because everything that's ever been is 12. There were 12 tribes of Israel. These disciples represent that ancient calling of God to his people. We need to have one more. We've got two faithful subjects. We're going to bring them up. We're going to roll the dice, and we're going to see what the outcome is. The only time I've seen that work is if you flip a coin and then you look at the person's face at the outcome. And if there's disappointment at the outcome, then you know what your answer is, right? Or their joy at the outcome. But what else is significant? He says, Matthias has seen everything from day one. Now, at age 22, I went from worship, uh, I, would, I don't know if I'd say worshiping in a worship service. I would say attending a worship service as a kid, and then attending, mostly, worship services as a college student, to then leading worship for people who had been in worship for 60 years. And I asked those people in Seneca, what is it you do when the ushers come up with a plate? What, what do you do there? And they said, Mike, we've got to teach you a lot about worship and what's going to happen. That escalation from attending worship for 22 years to leading worship is nowhere near the leap that Matthias is making from following along and seeing everything that's happening to now being one of 12 disciples. He didn't run as a candidate and say, man, these 11 disciples, they don't know what they're doing, but if I get in there, I can change it. I can make it happen. He didn't campaign to anyone around him. He simply witnessed every single thing. Now, what's important about that? If given a window of opportunity to serve, he had seen everything that Jesus and his disciples had tried to do. They don't have to teach him anything. They don't have to show him anything. They just have to say, are you willing to take this extremely elevated position? And Matthias was added. He said yes. He didn't stop when they left Galilee, which is where almost 90% of the ministry happened. It's where a lot of happy things happened. He didn't stop when Jesus was convicted, which would have been a great time, even 
Peter struggled in that time. He didn't stop when Jesus was crucified and resurrected. He went along and followed him. And now he will help write the story. Now, this is what's um, fun about this. Um, In about two months, we'll start looking at leadership positions for 2019. It's amazing how quickly it comes. And when we call people who I see attending worship 36, 41, 49, 52 times. I wouldn't even see you if you did it 52 times. I don't even attend worship 52 times a year. And we say, hey, I know that you've been attending. We're about to ask you to do something. What do you think the typical responses are? You want me to do what? You want me to serve where? What do I have to do? When do I have to meet? How often do I have to meet? You want me to be the, you want me to be the chair of this thing? Mercy. It feels like a lot of responsibility. And there's an ancient practice that ties all the way back to Matthias and ties all the way back to our examples before that. Now, I don't say that on the phone. I say, well, Matthias said yes. (laughs) I might do that this year. It would be topical. Matthias said yes. Jesus said yes. John the Baptist said yes. Samuel said yes. It's almost a good sign. If you think, my goodness, that is a large weight of an opportunity. And it doesn't just go to volunteers. I've gone to people to ask them if they want to be on staff. And that's serious weight as well. I think it's a good sign. But Matthias said yes. So your final thought. How might we be at it? People were added in several different ways, if you go back and look through the text. The disciples, it was out of the blue in their workplace. Now, I'm not talking about cubicles from here to the wall. They were out on the um, water fishing. They were working. They had a job to do. And their job was tied to a family business. And they were asked to leave that. Nicodemus was a faithful community leader in the faith community and was approached to hear this word. All of his peers, fellow, uh, I wouldn't say fellow clergy, fellow religious leaders would have shunned him and pushed him out had he not, uh, had he acknowledged that he wanted to talk to Jesus. So he met him in the dark. Zacchaeus was a tax collector at a parade Anywhere, anytime, to anyone is the important message to hear. Where might you be called? Where might you serve? Where might you stand up? How might you respond? And you don't, I swear, you do not know how big the window will be and when it will close. Jesus ascended to a spot. Peter ascended to a spot. Matthias ascended to a spot because they were willing to serve. How might we? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If you'll stand as you're able and join me in our modern affirmation. This is the way that we affirm our faith in this worship service. You're welcome to join us. You're welcome simply to listen. 
We believe in God the Father, infinite in wisdom, power, and love, whose mercy is over all His works, and whose will is directed to His children's good. We believe in Jesus Christ, Son of God and Son of Man, the gift of the Father's unfailing grace, the ground of our hope, and the promise of God fulfilled. We believe in the Holy Spirit as a divine presence in our lives, reminding us always of the truth of Christ, our inspiration and strength in times of joy and sorrow. We believe our faith should be apparent in our words of love and acts of service, that the kingdom of God may be a present reality here on earth. You may be seated. It's now time for our offering. You can give as the plate goes by. You can simply hand the plate to the next person. You can give electronically with instructions in the bulletin. And if you are a guest, if you're um, new to our church family, you uh, certainly can give, but we don't expect you to. You can rely on the generosity of our people. Your spirit speaks, it moves in me, and I'm awakened to your love. You're drawing me onto my knees, and I'm astounded by your love. Cause you spoke loud.
please stand and sing this last one with us. Oh 
lot of places, worshiped in a lot of places. My goodness, the gift that you have of musicians that are so diverse and so talented and just so real and easy and a sound person that is a GE engineer and knows how to get stuff set. If y'all can say thank you. just telling you you don't know if y'all could take an opportunity um, to take a picture if you'd like in our social hall pay attention to the panel and things you need to do this week if you need to go in peace may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit go with you all amen how